freaking Neapolitan ice cream. The address of the Uber, and I'll meet you there. The sweets. We had to walk through the entranceway of the strip club. What do I pull out of the bed? Someone's boxers. Coming at you live from my bedroom. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Live from My Bedroom. Uh, This is our first episode, so I'm your host, Jane, and today we are joined by my friend Molly. So you want to say hi, Molly? Hi, Jane. Thank you so much for having me on the very first episode. I really, I feel honored. And I know I've said this to you before, but I kind of feel like I need a microphone. (laughs) Like if if you guys, I wish you could see the video, but like I'm holding my hand in a fist in front because I just feel like that's the proper thing to do. Yeah, I do think podcasting is your calling, so uh, I'm really glad (laughs) I can treat all my listeners, all my, like, two listeners to you as my first episode. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so excited, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. (laughs) So genuine. Okay, so um, we're going to kick it off with the big question, the question of the hour. What is the craziest thing that you've ever done or has ever happened to you? Oh, boy. I don't think you've ever heard the story. I'm so excited. Oh, yes. So a couple summers ago, I went to New York with one of my good friends. And, you know, it was the middle of the summer. And we were having a time and a half. And long story short, homegirl over here got so blackout in the middle of New York City. I got lost. I was by myself because my friends had gone to this like bar, but it was underground. So they didn't have service. And we were staying at like some sketchy Airbnb. There was like five of us, no, four of us. And like, it was a one bedroom. So it was kind of like two girls to the bed, two girls, one to the couch. And then we were kind of just hoping, you know, someone would be sleeping out each night. (laughs) So homegirl over here was blackout in New York. Like, I I don't even know. I think we were in Soho. Like, I I don't know. For all we know, or for all I know, we were... I I honestly, guys, I don't know where I was, but I was so blackout. No idea where I was. I didn't have a key to our Airbnb. All my friends got into the bar, um, which was underground, but I was like further down in line and the line was so long. And the guy was kind of like, yeah, it's, it's so long. Like you're probably gonna be waiting here for an hour. And I was like, well, screw that. So I just decided to take a little, you know, take a little adventure by myself. (laughs) Like three hours later, I got a text from like, it was one of my good friend's friends who I had just met that weekend. And she's mm-hmm. like, hey, Ma, like, where are you? I have a key. I'm going back to the Airbnb. I was like, it's 3.30 in the morning. I don't know, but like, I'll put the address <laughs> in the Uber and I'll meet you there. Yeah. And so it was like an insane night, but that was definitely a very wild story. A mix of like traveling and like a night out. So you have no recollection of like what you did in those three hours that you were... Met some people, went to another bar, went to another bar, and then like I was harassing my friends. But again, they weren't getting any of my messages until later. They were like, all of a sudden we like came like a ground, like, you know, ground level and we had all these calls (laughs) and these texts. And I was like, assholes, you didn't even think about me that I was in the bar with you. So yeah, that was lovely. And then I went for brunch the next morning with one of my friends who um, who lives in Brooklyn. And I had to like cross the bridge and we had like, I hadn't seen her in probably like a year. Yeah. And so I'm like, I can't bail on her. I can't bail on her. Like I woke up feeling so ill. And I was like, okay, I need to go. I need to go. We went to, um, oh my gosh, where did we go? 
Jack's wife, Frida, maybe? Yeah. I don't that remember. Brooklyn, though. Okay. Then it wasn't that. I don't know. But it was, like, one of, like... Probably, like, Sundays. Like, Sunday in maybe. Brooklyn. I don't know. It was, like, a, a popular brunch place in Brooklyn. So I, like, yeah. you know, called my Uber. I had to go across the bridge. I'm sitting there. My sunglasses on the Uber. <laughs> it's, like, 10 o'clock. I... I have the window down, like an arm out the window, because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> and so I get to brunch, and I'm like so excited. I, I'm like, okay, I have to tell you, I am so hungover right now. I'm like, okay, I gotta go to the bathroom. I go, I like <laughs> all drink. And I come back like ten minutes later. She's like, oh, you look so much better. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm ready for brunch now. You're like, I'm here. I'm ready. And then after go. that, um. My friend who I went with to New York, um, we said, okay, goodbye, Airbnb. We are getting a hotel. <laughs> so yeah. We got a hotel fair. for, I think, one or two nights, and we just, like, ordered room service, like, just stayed in. Yeah, it was a pretty traumatic experience, not gonna lie. It's pretty wild. Did you have any similar experiences like that when you were in Australia? Um, honestly, oh not really in terms of like that it was a lot of travel 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 and then in our downtime I'm trying to think like yeah we went out a few like had a few wild nights but nothing too crazy I think I was also just really scared because Australia is literally like across the world yeah I mean not that I I mean I should have been more weary when I was in New York but I don't know I I don't know. What do you think? Like, you'd feel safer getting back out of New York than Australia, maybe? Maybe that's wrong. I don't know. I I don't know. I have yeah. not been maybe to I Australia, should... so okay. I can't really um, say what I would feel there. I feel yeah. that I'm familiar enough with New York that I would feel comfortable being intoxicated there. I mean, um, I just don't recommend it for anyone getting blackout in, like, yeah. traveling. If you don't really know where you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would recommend that. The only time I think I got like blackout drunk was in Malta uh, when I was traveling. And that was an experience. Was this in the modeling days or was this? No, um, this was on exchange. exchange. Oh. We we went, there's like seven of us from like my flat and then a bunch of other people from our like exchange residents. So we're all from all over the world. Um, We just decided to fly to Malta uh, because it was like, I think like 15 euros Why and not? right from Maastricht so we're like great we don't even have to take like the train or anything um so we got there like literally we got there at like 1 a.m and we flew out at like 4 a.m on Monday morning it was ridiculous <laughs> so we got there Friday night and flew out on Monday morning oh, um, like a celebrity <laughs> and, like, trip the entire, like, I swear to God, this entire like Ryanair plane was just exchange students. Like it was just all of us. And um, at the airport, like people were buying alcohol and just like taking shots as we were like waiting for the taxi. It was ridiculous. And so obviously on the Friday night, we didn't go out because we had just gotten there and everyone was exhausted because we had done school or whatever that day. Um, and then the Saturday, that during the day, this is what I think contributed to my like blackoutness. Um, so during the day, we wanted to like go tan and go to the beach. And so me and three of my flatmates, we didn't 
want to go to this like tour of the grotto and like this really nice part of the island um <laughs> because we're cheap like literally that's fair, what it came okay, down fair. to it was like 60 euros to do that for the day and we're like no we want to have like a fun without spending money we want to have baguettes and wine on the beach yeah part of me kind of regrets it because it did seem like a fun time and everyone that went like was like that was the best like i fucking like love malta yeah. But the four of us had a had a, a ball. So where we were staying was this place called Valletta. Um, so Malta's like the country, but it's also like the island. And then the te- like it wasn't like a city because you were like 10 minutes away from Salema or whatever. So it was all, I'm probably butchering these names, so I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, it's funny. Like Salema or something. So it was like where we were staying was kind of like a peninsula. So we were on one side of the peninsula. We found this rock that we somehow snuck onto tanned there for like two hours and then went to this other part of the beach which was Roman bass it was really cool so me and my friend Kim were bathing in these little bathtubs that were on the the Mediterranean Sea it was really it was really sick Um, so we did that but I I got the worst burn of my life (gasps) like genuinely the worst burn so I already had a pretty bad sunburn because the month before I honestly think it had been like a month um I went (laughs) I had gone to Portugal and I wore this dress that had a v-neck in the back and I didn't put on sunscreen for the day because and I also didn't think about putting on sunscreen back because my hair is pretty long so it like was covering it up (laughs) (laughs) sun safety at its finest I got like burnt like it was like a crab level red like it was disgusting so then I get to Malta and I was like, I'll just put on my regular SPF 15. No, 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 no. This place has like a freaking like UV hole in the atmosphere. I got so burnt. It was ridiculous. So my back looked like people were laughing at me because it looks like Neapolitan ice cream. Because <laughs> where I had my burn from from like Lisbon was like actually brown, which is I'm quite pale, so um, that was good. And then it was red like circle, and then where my like bathing suit was, it was just like pale white. Oh so <laughs> I, everyone's like, you look like freaking neapolitan ice cream which was terrifying because i was like this is skin cancer waiting to happen oh my god i know the feeling that's the worst when you're like oh you know i put some some sunscreen on yeah. out all day i feel dark and then you go and like you like take off your clothes to shower you're like holy shit the only people who made it out like without being burnt was the australians because they have Classic. the actual like sun cream yeah sun cream <laughs> stays on so so that night we were like let's go out on the town um so we kind of like preed at the airbnb that we were staying in with my flatmates and then Mm -hmm. we went to like our friends which they had this like other airbnb which i think like 11 of them slept in it was so nice i don't know how they found it because ours wasn't that nice (laughs) (laughs) i hate to say it um so we went there i honestly don't remember leaving like by that point i was already drunk like so drunk that like there are photos of me that my friend sent to me afterwards that was like one of one of the few times where I was like I genuinely don't remember this happening like I don't I don't remember it at all so bad and I think it's because I was so dehydrated from like all the sun that I got and just alcohol that I was just like having the time of my life so we ended up going to this like main like strip area where there's like a couple clubs um and I went I ended up going like I don't know where my friends went but there was like this classic it's a vibe yeah these two girls 
and then actually my one of my flatmates who I knew they like they all knew each other from their school in America so then they were like oh like let's everyone's going into this club and I was like let's go like fire me up and so we're doing circles around the club to find our friends um at one point I fully lost my shoe like just did not have my shoe so I'm walking in this <laughs> Maltese club with one shoe and I had like my fake Gucci slides. So I was like, this is, <laughs> this is really convenient for me. So then fire, I'm like, I'm actually like, it's a packed club. I'm on the floor, like crawling to try to find my shoe. Finally, I find this shoe and this like guy is like standing on it. And he was being like so rude about me trying to get it back. And I was like, I need my shoe back. So eventually I got it back. <laughs> so then I go outside and my flatmate is literally like, he, he's like dead. Like he's actually deceased. And then one of the American girls that knew him that we were with was like, you need to go find your friends and take them back to your Airbnb. And like, I couldn't carry him because I have no upper body strength. So I was like, okay, great. So then... Um, I see Kim and she was like in this other club and I was like, oh my God, like Kim, like come, come, come. And she's like, let's go party. So then we go into this other club. Don't remember how long I was there. Definitely longer than I think because I have like photos of me in the bathroom, which I don't really remember going into. Oh my God, that's my favorite when you're like, huh? Yeah, because it was like all mirrors and I was like, yes, I look so fly. I did it. I did not. Oh yeah, the next morning you're like, holy (laughs) who? A, let me go to another bar like that and B, why do I have photo evidence? Or I have a lot of questions about what I wore out on exchange because like when I packed for Europe, I was like, I'm going to bring all like my European fashion clothes. But then like I ended up going to the club in like gaunty dress pants. So I, I, like, I don't really get it. Like I, I generally am like, what was I wearing? Um, so yeah, so I, <laughs> I like apparently went to this club, was there for a while, got back. Then my flatmate's like yakking in a bush and then we're all like, I don't know what to do. Um, at some point, like someone was like, Jane is checked out. So someone took me home. I don't remember. Everyone ended up in different beds that night because they were like, someone has to take care of Jane. Someone has to take care of like my other flatmate. And then apparently like he like yacked, like he was like yacking out the window of a cab. And then like one of like our like other friends had to like pay for this cab. So I woke up the next morning with like, like I actually felt my like skin was like leather and like going to peel off of me. And I was like, and I was so hungover and just miserable so then we did like this old town tour the next morning and i we none of us packed like pants but i was like i i can't wear shorts like i can't do this so we went into this like random store i bought like men's sweatpants that were like definitely not the right size and i like wore them and like a rain jacket and all the pictures of us from that day was were miserable like pointing to like random old things like looking so dead yeah, so would not recommend getting blackout junk in Malta, um, or just like kind of anywhere that is unknown territory to you. Like, yeah, because I don't. I generally like if my flatmates weren't like, I guess more conscious than I was. Like, I wouldn't have made it home that night. Like, I have no idea where my Airbnb was. Same. <laughs> if my friends are listening that were on that trip with me, shout out to Evan, our <laughs> Airbnb host. It was shit. <laughs> Did you ever? Have you ever gotten like? Um, like you trashed your airbnb or like had a bad airbnb experience no i've only ever like 
no, 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 not trashed. I've only like snuck like five people into like a two bedroom, you know, you know, sometimes they're like, they charge more if they yeah. know that more people are going. I had a really bad Airbnb experience um, in Prague, which is why I asked if you also, um, where my my flatmate and I went to Prague for the weekend because we thought it'd be really fun, cool place to check out. Um, we so we didn't know where we booked and like this place said it was like really close to the city center or like the downtown like there's like this main like shopping strip um so we're like oh great like let's book right there so when we arrived it was very puzzling to us uh when the address was um a strip club so we were like oh this is weird we don't want to be at a strip club at 11 in the morning um so we kind of like kept walking around and tried to figure out what was going on. Finally, one of the like strip club security guards came up to us and was asking if we were looking for the hotel um, or the suites. And oh, we were suites. like- How nice like, of them. Oh no, like we're, we booked an Airbnb. Like we're, we obviously got the wrong address. So we're just trying to figure it out. Um, and he's like, oh no, 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 you're in the right place. And we're like- Are we? Sorry, sorry what? So um, to enter- the suites we had to walk through the entranceway of the strip club uh which was really really fun you go oh through this gosh, it was like this hallway me. and then at like on the left hand side was like the door into the strip club which was just it wasn't a door it was literally just like beads over a, like an archway and you just saw like the girl with the, like the stage and the poles um and then there's these like big black doors kind of at the end of the hallway maybe a foot away from the strip club entrance or like the, the like actual thing because you'd you'd have to like you'd have to go through the security guards to then get in like this is it was so puzzling to me so then we like stand at these doors and finally this like guy comes out and he's just like i don't speak english but says that in english so i was like okay i think kind of do oh, sorry what um and he wasn't the host but he like worked for the host sort whatever that means Sounds um, so sketchy. so he's like okay you girls are on the the second floor or whatever so we're walking up the stairs and as we're walking up the stairs there was a girl who was at least two to three years younger than i was i was 21 at the time so i was like i like looked at her and i was like i you i feel like uncomfortable like you you are too young you look like you're in high school um and this old man and they're both wearing bathrobes and i was oh like my gosh, i can picture this and like, it's not pretty like, what the hell are we in and then my friend that i was with was like so freaked out because like she hadn't really traveled on her own before so uh i mean i was also really freaked out but we were both like holy shit um so we got up to like our our room where it was only one key. The guy had to take pictures of our passports, um, which I thought was kind of weird. I don't, like, in mm, Italy, in Italy I know weird. that they do, but, like, I that's, like, a photocopy it. Like, when I was at a couple hostels, I'm pretty sure yeah. they photocopied it, or maybe they held on to the passports. I don't know. I don't know. I, know, I, I don't know. like the whole passport. I know in Italy, it's, like, a, it's part of, like, the law or something, because when I was like modeling there they had like told me that uh then when I went back to Rome it was the same thing they just like took a photocopy of our passports because I yeah. think there's like some type of like thing. So yeah he, no, he, it was just like, like a cell phone. phone it was just a cell phone picture of like the page with like our face and personal information um and there was and like also like all the Italian Airbnbs like has that as like a FYI this is a law like 
the Prague guy like didn't tell us. Um, also, the room looked nothing like the pictures, like at catfish, all. Major catfish. And there was one like double bed, and so I was like, "Where am I supposed to sleep?" Because, or like, oh, where my friend was supposed to sleep? We were like, "Okay, we could share the bed," but like, it was up against a wall. It wasn't really like conducive to sharing. So I thought maybe I'd sleep on the couch. And as soon as the guy like closed the door, she turns to me and she was like, "We're leaving," and I was like, "Okay, yeah, we're, we have to leave." So um, I like looked up like the number one hostel in uh, Prague, and I was like, "Let's just go for a walk and we'll go there." So as we're like leaving, there's like all these like macho like looking like Eastern European guys like strutting in, like getting frisked down at the front. Um, and as we leave, like the guy was like, "Oh, just show me your key if you come back." Um, so then I know that I don't have to ID you, which I was like, this is weird. This is just straight up weird. Like, I don't have to like ID myself to go to a strip club every time I want to go home for the next two days. So we end up going to this like hostel and then we explained to like the people there were like, please just like, do you have any type of room at all? Like we'll pay, pay whatever. Um, and the guy was really nice and he like hooked us up and he was also from Canada. So like shout out to him. Oh, he got it. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, yeah, like we make breakfast every morning and like, he was so nice and he was like oh yeah what the heck oh god bad hostel stories because he's like he was like a a, he want he's like an aspiring chef he like worked as a chef in halifax he was so nice so then i tweeted at airbnb and i was like hey um i just booked an airbnb in a strip club can you like help me out so um because i sent them a message on like support and they didn't get back to me uh, and they still have never returned that message. But the tweet, literally within 10 seconds, I got a response being like, are you okay? Did you get a refund? So I got a full refund and they paid for our hostel. That's so nice. So nice. And then the guy who was like the, the host, mm-hmm. um, he, the entire listing got taken down Good. Like, for the thing. Um, and then I like noticed because you can see like your reviews like he I think he got banned from Airbnb but it was terrifying and I could not imagine because there was like for both nights like we went out so to have gone back to a strip club at like two in the morning would be terrifying yeah I feel you I haven't had bad Airbnb Airbnb oh my god I can't even talk I haven't had bad (laughs) Airbnb stories per se rather than hostels what are your hostel stories so first of all, like, I don't mean to hate and sound like a brat, but like, I really dislike hostels. I really do. I get the point, you know, whatever. You save money, you're backpacking, bleh. No. Well, okay. So I'd never stayed in a hostel. Yeah. And then I get to Australia and we're staying in an Airbnb for a while. And then there were some times where we had to stay in hostels. Oh my God. I like, I can't. So one hostel in Bondi... My friends and I got there. It was just the two of us. We had kind of separated from our, our main group because um, the two of us were going to Tasmania a couple of days later. So we're like, okay, let's go, whatever. Anyway, so we get to Bond. We fly into Sydney. We drive out to Bondi. It's like 11 p.m. We go to this hostel that's supposed to be like the best one in Bondi. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. Oh, no, maybe I, I had just been in Tasmania. So I was lit. Okay, so we were like in these hostels that were disgusting. They were like camping. It was so gross. Oh. So then we fly into Sydney to bondi and we're like okay like we're finally you know she my friend kept saying oh it's a nice hostel it's a nice hostel like you'll be fine don't worry and i was like okay so we get there probably like 11 30 we check in and everyone's asleep by then it's maybe i don't know it's like a tuesday night or something so everyone in the room is like already asleep 
And, you know, we didn't want to turn the lights on and wake up anybody because, like, that's a big hostile no-no. Yeah. Me and and my friend have, like, our flashlights on our phones. We're like, okay, like, what bunk is free? What bunk is free? So I, like, take one, a top bunk, and she takes the top bunk across from me. And the person below me had, like, hung up her, I guess, towels and stuff. Like, you know, the railing of the, like, a bunk bed. Because I guess she was just used to it being her. Yeah. So I'm like it. trying to like move them because they're like over the ladder and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's kind of wet. This is gross. Mm-hmm. So then I like put my like you know I change and I like get into this bed. And one, it's kind of sandy. Oh, so yeah, it's like pretty sandy. I'm Ew. like, oh my god, this is not okay. And then she I'm definitely laying there. Someone used like, that. Yeah, even if they were like sitting up there, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what she was doing in there. But so I'm like laying there and I kind of like move around like I'm low-key like crying because <laughs> I'm so <laughs> traumatized and I like move around and all of a sudden I like like reach down to like pull up the the sheet. It's not the sheet that I touch. What do I pull out of the bed? Someone's boxers. So gross. I literally picked up and threw them in the middle of the room and my friend, yeah. Anyways, it was just did, horrible. So and did your bunkmate ever address it? No. I was only there for like two nights and then I was like, okay, ladies, I'm getting a hotel room. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was like a hotel room literally like next door to the hostel and it was two single beds. And I said to my friends, I was like, if you guys want to like come, you're more than welcome to. They had gone out that night and I stayed back because the next morning I was flying out early to, to Byron to go see one of my other really good friends. So I was like, Guys, you can totally stay at my hotel. I don't care, but I am not going back to the hostel. So that was one hostel story in Bondi. The other one, my best friend and I. Again, this hostel, it's called actually, I don't know, it's called Wake Up. Whatever, it's in Byron. Yeah. It's supposed to be like one of the best hostels. So my friend and I are there, and we had stayed there before in like a public room, I guess, whatever. And then yeah. we had gone back maybe a week later, and we we're like, you know what? we need a private room so we were so like we balled out at the hostel we got our private room our own sink but we still have to obviously like you know use a communal shower and stuff yeah and my friend this is more so like her but anyway she like went to go shower one day and she came back and all of a sudden she's freaking out and like like kind of shaking she's like oh my gosh molly i was in the shower and all the lights turned off and I started like yelling out to see if people were there. I was mid shampoo and I started freaking out. I thought I was gonna get killed. Oh my god. That's but terrifying. It was also freaky because someone that had stayed at our hostel had gone missing two days before. Oh shit. Cool. Yeah, it was really crazy. Some guy from like Switzerland, I think. I don't know. I don't think they ever yeah. found him. That's so sad. So my friend, like, we all full well knew this and she like was in the shower. She's like, I thought I was gonna die. I thought I was next. Did you ever stay in a co-ed room? This one hostel we were at in Rainbow Beach, we had to, um, it was always me and my four, like four of us total, all girls. And then two guys came in and I took a bottom bunk and this guy like took the one above me. He was probably six, five. His feet would hang over. And I was like, oh my God, this is so weird. And then we had like a shower and a washroom like in our room and I was like oh I don't like this I'm out <laughs> yeah to know for me what was like the the best memory you had of Australia 
Well, I got a tattoo when I was there. What? You have a tattoo? How did I not know this? Really? No, I've never seen this. You have to show me. I'll show you. It's a moon. Okay, I love it. So right <laughs> on your side boob. It's a crescent moon. Yeah, I got it. Actually, when I was in Bondi, Bondi Beach, um, I was like kind of on the verge of like getting homesick and just kind of sick of living in hostels because everyone, so this is going to sound like, okay, I loved Australia so much and I would die to go back. Like honestly, one of my favorite trips, one of my favorite places. I'm not a hostile person. <laughs> um, <okay. laughs> like, I just, I'm really... <laughs> okay, I gave it, you know... Guys, I booked this trip probably three weeks before I left with, a, like, one way. Like, I was meeting friends. I had no idea what the hell I was getting myself into, where I was going, who I was seeing. Not, not a clue. I was just, you know, I need to get out. So I went. And I had a great time. But, yeah, the whole hostel thing, I just... So at this point, I was in Sydney for the second time, I think, and... I was just kind of feeling bleh. Like I actually got to the point where one night I booked a hotel for myself. So fair, so fair. Okay, but I was traveling with three girls and they had booked a hostel. And I was like, okay guys, I booked a hotel with two beds. Like whoever wants, like you can all just sleep with me. Like I'm not sleeping in a hostel. I'm going to cry again. I can't do it. We're, we're sleeping in my hotel. So the girls were like, okay, cool. So we all like, it was like two twin beds and you know, we're all like snuggled in there together. And the next morning I was going to visit one of my best friends who had moved from Toronto to Australia permanently in her family's hometown called Byron Bay, which is uh, where I saw Liam Hemsworth, not once, not twice, but three times. Um, anyway, so I was really sad leading up to it. And ever since I was a baby, my mom's always said, I love you to the moon and back. And so I was just kind of feeling spontaneous. And I looked to my friend, I'm like, can we go get a tattoo? And she has a few. So she's like, are you sure? I said, yeah, yeah, let's go. So we go and I got this tattoo. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. You just learned so much traveling. Um, I backpacked. I came with a huge suitcase, as I'm sure you can imagine. And I, again, had no clue what I was getting myself into. These girls had already planned their trip and I was just hopping along. So I get there and one of them was telling me, oh, I'm, I've booked this like I think it was four or five days, this trip to Tasmania. And I'm thinking, okay, I'll go with you. What else am I doing? She goes, okay, but Ma, like, we got to ditch the luggage. Like, you need a backpack. So I leave this suitcase in Australia. Where did you put it? In our, I just left it in our Airbnb <laughs> and bought this backpack. If I see the backpack ever again, <laughs> I think I might burn it. I'm traumatized by it. So my backpack, oh my it's God. actually, it's in the other room, but I can't. It's like, oh it had a... Is it like one from Mech? Op Opry? Opry? Something like Mech, but it's like, an, I don't know. But it's this huge, it's army green. It has like a mini backpack attached to it, but I had already brought a tiny, you know, the Mech backpacks we always had at camp. So I brought one of those already on my trip as like my backpack. But this backpack came with a mini backpack, but because this huge bag like <laughs> that I had had before about the backpack I had to shove everything in it but the little mini miniature backpack only fits on like it, yeah. the big bag can't be as full if that makes sense so like the little one kept kind of popping off because it was so full so I had this huge backpack on my back four days basically I bought this thing for four days oh yes but actually I'm so glad I did because I would not have been able to travel the way I had would have thought so I had a huge... Yeah, I'm just oh. wondering how much you were packing for four days. Anyways, <laughs> I... Well, we had to... Tasmania was, to our surprise, so cold. My friend and I 
had to go and buy puffers, yeah, fleeces. Further south. I don't. You. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, it was this whole thing. I'm basically walking around everywhere I go with a giant backpack, the miniature backpack that comes on top of it on my left my left arm, and then my mech backpack on my right arm. Oh, and did I mention my mom found this limited edition Louis Vuitton bag that she needed, but could what? only find in. <laughs> She can only find in Melbourne. Homegirl was walking around with a limited edition Louis Vuitton bag and these five backpacks. So. Okay, and with that, um, we've run out of time. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, I'm 100% sure you'll be back uh, for some other good stories. Yay, I'm so excited. Thank you. I'm truly honored. It's my first guest. I'm so honored, really. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you listen on. We post new episodes every Wednesday. And remember to follow us on Instagram at Live From My Bedroom Pod. Signing off from my bedroom in Toronto. Have a good one. <laughs>